You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On the show today, figured I'd hop on for a weekend edition because Kodai Senga looks awesome, and the Mets took the first two games of this series at home to win their first series at home this season. The first segment, I'll discuss... That first, or actually, excuse me, I'll discuss the the start that we just saw from Senga in the second game of the series. Second segment, going to go over the home opener. Then we'll close out the show with a little bit on Francisco Alvarez, who has yet to get his first start of the season, but should on Sunday. Before we get to any of that, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter at FinkelsteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. I figured I'd hop on and record a show today because... Sort of meant to record one yesterday for the home opener. A resounding win by our New York Mets. Only problem for me, I helped a buddy move. I didn't get home until late. And at that point, I just didn't have it in me. So I figured I'd fire one up today, especially after I saw Kodai Senga pitching like an ace again. Now, we want to see Senga go against some other teams. This Marlins lineup is not one to fear. And he's going to have much tougher tests down the road. So two starts against this team shouldn't tell us too, too much. But what we have seen so far with Kodai Senga is that velocity can absolutely get into the upper 90s, touching 98 pretty regularly. You know, the ghost fork is a great pitch. You know, the slider that he's got working when you want to call it slider, cutter, whatever it is, he has found multiple different ways to, you know, attack hitters. Uh, obviously, you're seeing a guy that has a lot of polish, that's experience, of course, coming over from the MPB. Kodai Senga is not your typical rookie, which we knew going in, but I really think that they have hit the jackpot on this signing, and it's, again, the reason why I want to come on today, because I was just sort of blown away with how effective he was, how dominant he looked at times in this starts, no more than if it was the second inning where he struck out the side and no one could even really touch him. This is a guy that's going to rack up strikeouts. You look at what he did overall in this game, and you know, he ends up going six, six strikeouts. It did get a little bit dicey, okay, in that sixth inning. It was not, uh, you know, all sunshine and rainbows the entire start. It got a little hairy. Gives up a home run to Jazz Chisholm uh, on a pitch that was just hanging slider that was right in his wheelhouse. Gets it out, walks a rise. I still cannot stand watching this guy hit. He's just the, the best hitter in a Marlins uniform since Miguel Cabrera, and I I'm being a little bit, uh, uh, I'm exaggerating, obviously, there, because there's been other guys since Miggy, you know, your Hanley Ramirez is, of course, Giancarlo Stan. There's been a lot of good hitters, but, you know, this guy is just such a pure hitter and he's a pest. So, regardless, he gets on base, ends up advancing on a wild pitch. I thought Nito was a little lazy there, regardless. You, you get to a situation, Solaire flies out, arrives on third base. Two outs. He walks Gene Segura. So now you're sitting, runners at the quarters. And that entire inning, Singa seemed to have lost a little something 
the the strike zone was eluding him a little bit. The velo had tapered off, you know, instead of kind of sitting a little more at 97 and, and really hitting that with regularity. He was down to 95, 94. And I was thinking like, this is about to go sideways on Sanga and maybe they should be thinking about pulling him. Well, turns out when you get a first and third situation and Avicel Garcia comes up, you feel pretty good. You're like, you know what? Actually, Sanga's got this and he did and he got through that sixth inning. So, you know, two starts in, uh, we need to see more, but overall, uh, this is a great start. We, we know the ghost fork is going to continue to tie hitters into knots. We know that he has a, a above average fastball, and right there, that's two plus pitches. I really think the slider is another one for him. We'll see how it fares as he goes on through the season. We'll see how the league adjusts to him. You know, is that ghost fork a pitch that guys can identify and can spit on enough because it ends up out of the zone a lot? where they're not going to swing over, or is that going to keep happening? And also, I think a, a real good thing that he's able to do is he's able to to uh, you know make that fastball and the ghost fork look very similar despite the big change in velo, where some of these guys are maybe thinking ghost fork and that he can use that fastball low in the zone and just steal strikes. So I, I love what he's done. I think that you know he is... Clearly, in my opinion, right now, the second best pitcher in this rotation of Max Scherzer, and he's pitching like the best with with Scherzer struggles. And I really think that there is a scenario where the Mets end up with kind of a three A situation here, uh, where if Verlander and Scherzer can roll the way that we know they're capable of, and Sanga can continue to deliver, you might be sitting with you know a really really solid rotation um, that you're going to feel great about in the playoffs, but. You know, it's also going to be predicated on the offense. The Mets got a lot of it in the opener. And, and Pete Alonso is hitting home runs with, with authority. Now has five on the season. They scored a run in the first on a basis loaded walk. Couldn't do more. Trevor Rogers was able to keep the Mets at bay a lot more than it did his first time out. But he ran into some trouble in the bottom of the fifth. You know, got the first two outs. But then Lindor singles. He's trying to work his way around Alonzo. Couldn't do it. Alonzo is the two-run shot. That's when they went to the pen. And the Mets, after having one run scored against them to make it 3-1 in the top of the sixth, well, they came right back in the bottom of the sixth. Jeff McNeil doubled. Eduardo Escobar had a good game. Got to give him credit where credit's due. He struck the ball pretty well throughout. And then in that sixth inning, he gets a big home run that ends up being the difference there. Uh, The Mets... Get up to a 5-1 lead. Things get a, a little bit dicey for them uh, in that seventh inning. You, you give up a, a run there. The Mets end up still, though, holding on. The bullpen was good in the eighth and the ninth. John Curtis got out of that jam in the seventh with the big out and then pitched a strong frame in the eighth. Then David Robertson comes in and gets the save the Mets win the series with one game to play. I want to discuss the home opener a little bit, though, and I also want to touch on Alvarez's playing time. We're going to get to all of that in just a minute. Before we do, though, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM, Ultimate Baseball GM is for you. You're going to be able to manage a professional baseball franchise through a season and handle everything, okay? Every strategic aspect of your team You get to manage, play through the season, lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, 
manage difficult personalities, navigate your franchise through free agency, and all the ups and downs of a season, all of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want, when you want, want downloaded. You don't need Wi-Fi to play. It's all there for you in app play. That's why I love it so much because when I'm on the go, and I just got a couple minutes where I have to kill some time. I can pop in and play. Locked On Mets listeners are going to get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To down the game, just visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up on the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Check out Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. New York Mets had a very successful home opener, and they take it 9-3. to Tyler McGill, very strong start to his season. It's funny how that works out. A guy that's supposed to start the year in AAA, all slated to be your Syracuse Mets opening day starter. And now he has been arguably the second best starter in this rotation to Kodai Senga. Uh, you know, it does help when you make your starts against the Marlins, but Still at 1.64 ERA through two starts, 11 innings pitch, 10 strikeouts. He has been as solid as imaginable here for this Mets team. And, you know, they needed that. Coming off that series against the Brewers, you know, you wanted to, to get that starting pitcher deep into the game. They've gotten six out of both Sanga and McGill uh, to start this series. McGill gave up three hits, walked two, struck out three, but ultimately pounded the strike zone, trusted the defense. I do have to note that Francisco Lindor is just playing an exceptional shortstop this year. I I feel like, you know, he said he kind of brushed off the notion that he's throwing the ball harder. And I don't know if he is, but those throws are so true coming from short. Um, He is just getting his legs underneath him on each one. And he is making every single play. And you look at the starting lineup and just read the box score. I, I mean, up and down this box score. Nimmo. He got one at bat? How'd that happen? Well, it's because he walked four times, scores two runs. Marte won for four, but scored two runs, uh, hit a home run. So that was big for him, his first of the season, drew a walk. Lindor, he goes one for three, two RBIs. He hits a homer. Uh, Pete Alonzo, homer, two for five, two ribbies. Jeff McNeil drew a couple of walks, scored a run. Mark Canna, one for two, couple walks, scored a run. Daniel Vogelback, one for three, RBI. Tommy Pham came in for defense. Eduardo Escobar was 0 for 4 in that one, but did have an RBI. Tomas Nito, 1 for 3 with an RBI and a run scored. We've talked about this in the past. A lot of times when this Mets team is rolling, you look at the starting lineup and everyone gets on base. And that's basically the case in the home opener outside of Escobar. And, I mean, go through the lineup of guys who scored. It, it, you have to wait until you get to Daniel Vogelback to find a guy that didn't score. Each of the first six hitters in the lineup did score. Um, and, and Nito scored. And, you know, almost everybody drove in runs. Nimmo didn't drive in one. McNeil didn't. Um, and that was about it. <laughs> so the starting lineup was clicking. Um, and, look, I know that this is a series against the Miami Marlins. Let's not get, you know, overreactionary over a team that 
you know, isn't going to be great this year. The Mets, they're 5-1 and one against the Marlins, and they got swept their other series. I know that there are still fans that are going to say, all right, go out and do it against a good team. And they have an opportunity to against the Padres this week, which we'll talk about on tomorrow's show. But, or I guess Monday's show technically, but we'll be recorded on Sunday. You know, there is going to be many, many more difficult tests that will come. But don't overreact also to a series against the Brewers. And that's why I was trying to tell you to hold your horses when everyone was ready to panic. This is a good Mets team. Give them their time. Give them an opportunity to prove it. And honestly, a good um, you know, kind of measuring stick is going to be go out and have Carlos Carrasco win a game on Sunday and get the sweep. That's going to be big for this Mets team. Is Sandy starting? It's one thing that I have not checked on. Uh, you know, I thought that they might go to Sandy because why wouldn't you if he's on full rest, uh, especially with Johnny Cueto out? Have the Marlins announced that? Checking in now. Uh, no, Braxton Garrett gets the nod. I missed that one. So uh, Garrett uh, against Carrasco, another lefty. Will that be time for Francisco Alvarez to make his 2023 debut? I think so. I know fans are anxious for it. They're upset we haven't seen it yet. I want to discuss that a little bit in just a minute. Before we do, though, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. You got the NBA playoffs right around the corner. They're literally about to begin. You want to be there for that MLB season already upon us. You want to go to FanDuel because new customers are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to three-pointers drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Francisco Alvarez gets a nice, juicy matchup. Braxton Garrett on the hill for him. That should be his first start of the season. Day game. Close out the series. I know Mets fans are upset. You wanted him on the home opener. I thought it'd be good to put him out there. And Buck Showalter is calling him the backup quarterback. Saying that it's like in college where, you know, you you, you know the guy coming out that you just drafted is going to be great. But you... You, you let that, that guy fresh off of college to, to sit and watch a veteran for a little bit, and he's, you know, giving Nito the starting job. That is fine. You still got to play the kid. And I have really no qualms what, about what the Mets have done so far. I know a lot of Mets fans do. Here's the reason why I'm okay with it. Home opener, Nito has been here for a long time. Uh, you know, he is deserving of that type of honor. Alvarez got called up due to an injury. I get Buck Showalter giving that to Nito and also kind of sending a message to Alvarez. You're not going to be handed this thing. You need to earn it. I think Buck Showalter's playing some mind games here and he's trying to get the best out of this player. Can we please pretend like us from the couch don't know more than Buck Showalter about getting a young superstar to live up to his potential in the big leagues? He's done this before. I trust Buck in this instance. Now, second game, Kodai Senga on the mound. 
you probably want to have the guy that caught him last time, especially same exact matchup, let them go out, do it again. And they just did, and they won the game. So Buck Showalter's method has been good for two wins. Alvarez will start the third game. If he hits, he's going to continue to get more opportunities. They are going to split time. Maybe it's 60-40 the first couple weeks for Nito, but you're going to have to work Alvarez into the lineup. I don't think that they just benched him, um, you know, brought him up to be a backup. I don't think that that's the case. Let's have some patience. It's going to come through. The barking that you just heard is that my dinner has arrived. So I'm going to log off here. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show, at Locked On Mets. Thank you for making Locked On Mets. Your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. They're going to get you ready to win your league this year. They'll keep you up on all the waiver wire guys you got to attack and add. This is the the place to go if you're into fantasy, so make sure you check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.